welcome to the third and final episode of The Cellar. Previously on The Cellar, an orphan boy named Gary made a met an octopus butler named Greg. He inherited a mansion, he ate a magic apple, and he found a magic arrow. If you don't know anything beyond that, go back and listen to the previous two episodes. All right, so Gary, he called on the phone. He said, I need you to arrange me a boat. And he said, a boat to where? And he said, I don't know. But find a captain that will sail with me wherever I tell them to go. Okay, that's an odd request. I don't know that we could find somebody like that. Gary said, tell them that money is no object. He's like, okay. So then Gary, realizing he had a long day ahead of him, went to sleep. He pulled the covers up about him. And he dreamt that night. He dreamt of his parents, dreamt of going on adventures with them. Although they didn't feel much like dreams. They felt like memories. All of a sudden, he was woken up to the sound of a phone ringing. He wiped the sleep from his eyes, trying to figure out what the sound was. And spotted the cell phone that was in the drawer yesterday. He picked up and he, with the grogginess in his voice, said, hello? And it was the man on the other end. We have a boat for you. We're outside, ready to take you. He hurried, he, he went to get himself Ready, he opened the closet that was full of clothes and he put them on and they were a perfect fit. He went down to the kitchen. He's like, well, this is useless. I need some supplies. Maybe I'll have him stop along the way. But as he opened one of the cupboards, the cupboards were full. It was full of provisions of Food that was perfect for traveling, perfect for a boat ride. And he's like, okay, this is interesting, but I'm not going to question it. Because I know what I need to do. So he runs back upstairs, grabs the arrow off the counter, grabs a backpack out of the, out of the closet, puts the arrow in the backpack, and fills the backpack with, food items and he goes outside one of the gentlemen that had brought him there the night before was waiting still in his suit at the car so he hopped into the car and the guy was trying to question him the whole time as to where are you going what is this all about 
And Gary said, I'm not sure, but I feel this is what I need to do. Gary, or the guy drove him to the harbor. Gary got out and there was a old man waiting for him. And he was like, is this the kid? The other man that had brought Gary there said, yes, this is the the kid. And, and Gary reassured the man that, you know, money was no object. As long as he would bring him back safely, he would pay him whatever the man wanted. And he looked at all the big ships that were there at the port. And he's like, so which one is yours? And the man pointed to a ship that looked like it was out of the ancient times. It looked like a pirate ship. Driven by sails, not by motors. And Gary's like, are you kidding me? But I guess that's fitting. And the guy didn't didn't address Gary directly. He just looked at him and moved his head as if saying, come on, and walked to the boat. Gary went over there. He could see what seemed to be some crew of different type there on the boat. Some old, some young, some male, some female. Just a whole variation of crew. He got on the boat and the old man retired to his office. Another man came down to talk to him. This guy had a beard. Looks like he hasn't shaved in years. As if he just lived there on the ship or on the sea. He's like, so where are we going? Gary put down the arrow and said, wherever this points. The man didn't question it at all. Gary thought he'd have to answer all these questions and they'd be met with skepticism. There was no questioning of this. So they sailed and they were out there for weeks. Sometimes the arrow would move. Sometimes it'd move back. Gary was a little confused. He's like, well, it seems like we're going back and forth. And after a couple weeks, Gary got a knock on his cabin door. And the guy said, you need to come see this. And as Gary walked up to the, um, to the top of the ship to where he can see, he saw this island, which seemed to have gigantic creatures moving around. And the guy said to Gary, he's like, I'm sorry, our boat cannot go any closer. There's something stopping us from going closer. But I think you can make it. So they lowered one of the rowboats down. Gary grabbed his arrow 
realizing that would probably be the key to allow him into this island. He got on the rowboat. He starts rowing away. And he looks back, and there's the old man standing there. And the old man says, By the way, you look just like your father. And then the, the other boat started to sail away. Gary didn't have a chance to respond. How did this man know his father? Uh, Gary, he, he rode closer to the island, expecting it to disappear like he had been told. But the island did not disappear. He got closer and he got closer. Finally, he hit land. And he got off the boat. And the sight was beautiful. There were dinosaurs walking around. Living fossils that he thought wouldn't exist. That nobody thought was still alive. And so he's like, I need to, I need to study this, right? I need to, I need to learn these things. So he started by gathering what was around him. He wanted to make sure he had shelter. He had food in his backpack. I wanted to make sure that he had a way to defend himself. I mean, he didn't know if there were carnivores on the island or if they were all herbivores. So he starts to build a makeshift um, fort and starts to get dark. He's like, oh, I better start building a fire. So he's going through his pack looking for something to build a fire on when he sees a light off in the distance. And He's like, well, what, what? He's like, this place is supposed to be abandoned. How is, how is there a light off in the distance? He debates for a little while and he's like, no, I need to go see what it is. So he puts his backpack on. He makes himself quiet because he doesn't want to attract anything that's hunting at night. And he starts walking. The light gets brighter and brighter. And as he gets closer to the light, he can see two figures, two shadows. But these aren't dinosaurs. These are humans. And as he as he approaches, he recognizes them instantly. He's like mom and dad. They say, welcome, son. Did you bring the piece so we could finish this puzzle? They gave each other a big hug and cried. And that concludes the story of The Cellar. <laughs>